Hey friends, Coach Shelby and Coach Christine welcoming you in and letting you know it's time for Brunch Quick Bites Edition, where you can grab your miles with a side of smiles, take them on the run midday, in the afternoon, or even a late night snack attack. Let's have some fun to get you moving and grooving, lace up those shoes, put a smile on your face, and we're going to log some miles, friends. We're going to get you started here, taking it nice and light because we are talking all about Taper Town this week. We know a lot of you are in Taper Time, Taper Town, so we're going to keep it nice and light. Let's get you rolling through at eight minutes at a conversational pace here in three, two, and one. Get those juices flowing. Coach Christine, how are you? I'm doing good. And again, friends, welcome, welcome to Taper Town. I know that generally people refer to this as kind of taper crazies or taper tantrums, but I think today we're going to talk about how maybe to reframe that a little bit and really fully embrace all of that beautiful hard work that you've put in throughout your training season. I agree. I am a big believer and it's taken me a couple years to get through this mindset, but I like to view taper as a time to really honor all the training because I feel like you train for weeks and months on ends. And if you try to push harder in this taper time to make it all count, you're actually doing yourself a disservice because you're more than likely going to get hurt or overtrained. And then all of it was for naught. So I, I get very zen-like when it comes to taper. Not to say I don't drive myself crazy, crazy daisy all day long, but still, I, I, try to, I try to calm it down a bit. I think I used to be a little bit more tapered crazy when I first started running because I, well, because everything was a bit more intense and now it's kind of a little bit more of like, oh, okay, cool. I get to, I get to take this as an opportunity to kind of focus my attention in that time on other things. So with that, we are going to do our top 10 friends and we did not rehearse this whatsoever. So we are, I'm looking forward to hearing coach, what you have to say, maybe some of your favorite things that people should consider during Taper Town. So do you want to kick it off with maybe the number one thing, or I don't know, maybe the number 10 thing that you want to do or that you suggest people consider? Okay. So again, we, we actually had a conversation about this. Like, are we going to make this structured or are we just going to go with it? So this is our best (laughs) attempt to keep ourselves focused in taper town. So in no particular order, honestly, um, I'm going to start with 10. So one Mm. of the biggest things that I tell my own athletes with taper is it's a great time to go back through your training log and see from the beginning all the way to where you are currently. And I know a lot of people say that, but hear me out because I know when I start the training cycle, very rarely do I ever feel ready to start a training cycle. And those three mile runs, stringing them together, it it's hard, especially if you're coming off of an off season and not necessarily a base building time. So kind of get into that little bit of the manifesting what it was at the beginning and how you went from maybe dreading a three-mile run to kicking butt on a six-mile run and realizing that what once felt hard isn't as daunting anymore, especially if you're staring down a distance of like 13.1, 26.2, or even hitting your first 5K. Like it doesn't matter whatever your race is, it's probably daunting for one reason or another. 
So that was my long-winded 10. <laughs> so basically to recap that, you're asking folks to kind of spend some time with their training log or maybe wherever they keep track of their mileage, their Garmin Connect or Strava, wherever it is, and, and just review it and take that as an opportunity to kind of pat themselves on the back. They've yes. Been some beautiful I love that. Thank of you course. for putting a bow on that because you made it sound so nice and pretty. So that actually goes into my, and I don't know, this it's hard to not put them in an order, right? But with my next thing that I would suggest is while you're doing that, while you're reviewing your training log and giving yourself a pat on the back, which I think is really essential to do. So I want you to focus on your mindset as well where I generally, with athletes, I program a lot of race day visualizations during this time or race day meditations. You have a little bit more time than you necessarily would um, during those peak mileage weeks. Or let's just be honest, during peak mileage weeks, if you are sitting down for any length of time or laying down and you're thinking of closing your eyes, you're just going to fall asleep. This time you can actually spend about five to 10 minutes and doing some really good, strong race day visualizations. And that's my number one go-to that you can have an opportunity to really relish all of that hard work playing off of reviewing those miles and seeing how this really leads into you having your victory lap at or your celebratory lap with your your final destination that race day I like how you hit it right out of the park with your first like that's your uh, main one it's like you're not burying the lead like there's mm. no clickbait here it's just like no, no I'm giving all my secrets I was gonna try I was gonna try but I can't it's just it really is my favorite thing to do now I mean I try to suggest it throughout training but I think that we tend to have difficulties or especially a lot of runners I've noticed myself included we have a hard time kind of laying back, sitting back, relaxing. And this is such a great opportunity because you really, your body needs it. Your body needs it for the healing and you're still able to keep your mind sharp and active during the meditations or visualizations. And as always, that's a great point here. Like even though we're about five minutes into this conversational pace, taper's not the time as a personal runner and as a coach. Like if you feel like you need to walk, and maybe you hadn't been taking those walk rates as much during your training and you've been pushing, take it now. Like you can't really take it too easy. It's all about keeping your body in that recovery and restorative state. So that way when it comes to race day, you're ready to crush it. Um, which leads me into my next one quite perfectly if I do say so myself. Cue the hair flip. Um, as a night runner, a lot of times I lose my nights during training cycles because that's when I squeeze my run in. I get home. I have dinner. I get work done. I go to bed. So one of my favorite things to do during taper is either pick running documentaries or running books or even just movies in general or books in general I've wanted to read. And I make that like my extra little time at night to where I get the kid down for bed, I crack open a non-alcoholic, and I snuggle in the couch with a fuzzy blankie, even though, and yes, I call it a blankie. Um, but it's so much fun because that's the extra stuff I don't necessarily always get to do. Um, and we're gonna link this into the show notes and we'll share some of the documentaries and books, um, especially those who are maybe looking at spring marathons for when our book club does drop. It'll be a great time to, to pick out your taper books. And it's just, again, restore, rejuvenate, and relax a little bit. I'm also hearing that we probably really need to relink again the Spotify playlist because you've got that really great zen. Am I giving away one of your future things? Oh, no. 
say this is what happens when you don't rehearse it, friends. All right, well, with that, we are coming up at the end of this eight-minute conversation block, so go ahead, and we are gonna suggest if you are tapering, this is a phenomenal time to go ahead and pull it back into that walk, or if you need um, you could always pop it up if you're not tapering and you want a little bit of that extra diciness in about 30 seconds, which gives me enough time to sneak in one of mine, which will play off of taking it a little easier. This is also a great opportunity to not explore a lot of new activities. So maybe don't take the trapeze class or don't take the aerial silks or go out for like a mud run. This is kind of a time to kind of play with, play a little safer. Um, and I wanna talk more about that during our next two minute segment in five, four, three, two, and one. So walk it out here, my friends. Coach, have you had an experience where you have so much extra time on your hands during those tapers that you start thinking of all the things, like you start scrolling like, ooh, I should go do this because I've got all this energy and, or, or are you thinking like, no, absolutely not. That doesn't happen to me. Not activity wise. Um, mm-hmm. But again, full disclosure, I know I say it a lot. It should be my catchphrase. I also am a mom. So I have a young child. So I don't necessarily have extra time to be eaten up by like pleasure things. Um, I will maybe take the opportunity and like go walk around the mall because I love window shopping. Truth mm-hmm. be told. Um, another fun fact about me, but I have had an athlete who I shall remain nameless, but she's a good friend. So it's fine. She was like, I should sign up for kickboxing classes right before her marathon. <laughs> oh, no, And I told her, I'm like, I love you, but no, do I will not box you if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she's actually getting to do it this go around because the classes started after her marathon. So I was like, girl, go for it. Like you've been wanting to do this. Absolutely. Okay, so that she she must be um, kind of she speaks to my soul a little bit because yes, I feel I feel like I've I've been called to do those kind of things myself, and I do heed my own advice. One of the very rare times that I can say that as a coach I heed my own advice, and this is not a good time to sign up for any of those new fitness things that I've always wanted to do. Post marathon, absolutely celebrate away or post race, whatever your destination or your big race that you've been training for is but definitely not before. So that's perfect opportunity as we go into our next eight minute conversation pace segment. I can't wait to hear your thing. Oh, okay. Let's go ahead and get into that conversational block in three, two, and one. Bringing up a little bit, but not too much. Pretty sure that I can almost guarantee any of your training runs on the schedule are going to be these quote unquote easy runs, those conversational paces. You might have a little bit of light speed work depending Mm -hmm. on where you're exactly at and your goals. But overall, it's probably always gonna feel like you have a little bit of extra in the tank, which does bring me kind of piggybacking on the don't try anything new during taper. Um, This kind of goes physically and mindset wise is a lot of people get anxious during taper that they have energy a lot of times and they feel like they're not doing enough and they'll take it as a sign that they didn't train hard enough if they don't feel absolutely spent. So I like to advise athletes maybe a week or two prior to specifically pick tasks like cleaning out a closet. 
or um, home project that you've been wanting to do that doesn't require any super physical anything, pick something specifically for your taper activity-wise to focus on. Whether that's maybe seeing the friends that you didn't know existed for the past 13 to 16 weeks or going out to brunch at your favorite restaurant. Like have something to look forward to during this time that you can channel your mental energy on or even a little bit of a physical energy so it doesn't feel like wasted time. Because it's not, but I can understand where that void kind of is created in the same token. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's great. Now I'm going to be honest, I'm not going to be cleaning out my closet during tapers. Mm-mm, no. I love cleaning out my closet. <laughs> It brings okay. me so much joy. Well, you're welcome to come clean up my closet during your taper if you have tons of extra energy, but that's just still not going to happen. But I do think there's a lot of value to that because let's be honest, during those peak training seasons, a lot of things kind of get left behind because you don't have the time and energy to do some of those household projects. So finding something that makes you feel maybe a little bit more organized or as you're maybe getting ready to pack if you've got a destination race you're heading out, that's always a great thing to do. Um, also, I think that if you're going to be in those closets or you're cleaning out some drawers, it's a great time to also consider maybe your throwaway outfit that you have that you don't mind leaving behind or doing some really great donation um, to your local favorite charities. So I love that. That's a great one. I'm going to say that one of the things that I'm going to suggest is... And I know this one's going to be a hard one, friends, so I'm not trying to add a little bit more fuel fuel to the fire, but being more mindful of being out and about regarding not getting sick. So you can't, you can't stop the world from happening. You can't stop, you know, you can't necessarily stay home for the full 14 to 21 days during your taper. I understand that, but just being a bit more mindful of maybe not going out to like crowded concerts or for me, like the theme parks, usually when I'm in taper, I'm very cautious of going to the theme parks in terms of I'll still go, but maybe be a bit more mindful about hand washing. I mean, all the things that we learned to really do really fastidiously during the height of the pandemic kind of I feel like runners were already doing that because we've been in taper town we know exactly what we have to do so just employ all of those really good habits during that as I'm telling them to go out to brunch (laughs) you can go to brunch you can have folks over to brunch you can go out to brunch again we learned so many things during the pandemic that we kind of became really normalized in terms of eating outside at the cafe versus going inside so there's nothing wrong with like fresh air markets or maybe um, I love farmers markets. I know. Oh, I know that I makes do me such, too. It's like it's like a basic chick to do like PSLs and farmer market. I'm down. <laughs> Listening to gangster rap on the way home because that's just high roll. <laughs> I am so down for that. We have to find a farmers market near us to go to and get our basicness on. Ooh, a coach, I have like four up here that I love this time of year. So yes. Again, folks, for you friends that aren't here in like the Southeast, our farmer market peak is usually when you guys don't have farmer markets. Like, so I'm super jealous of people up north where you guys are like in the middle of summer going to your farmer's market peaks. I don't work for here. Ain't nothing growing in our side town in the middle of July. But yeah, <laughs> finding things that you enjoy, kind of like you just mentioned, a little bit of your easy home projects, a little bit of that, or movies and books that relax with, or the farmer's market. I, I bake. I love anytime I have downtime, I bake and make all the goodness from there. But, um, and this one, my next one is a little bit more pointed. So I'm going to preface it with, I would not do this the week of your race. 
like that week of taper. This is something I would do in the early stages of taper. Um, I do love going for a massage. Going for a massage, doing extra foam rolling, taking out the massage gun. Um, and this is one that you can do anytime, but wearing your compressions. A lot of people say they don't help. If it's a mind over matter thing, I'm subscribing. I do not care. Um, but I would not get a massage race week. That's a, my own personal standing with it. Um, but definitely like the first week of taper, I do think it does wonders and kind of also makes you feel a little pampered in taper. Mm -hmm. So it really bodes into that rest and relaxation. But there's no reason why you can't use the extra time, even in the week leading up to the race, to foam roll, to take up the massage guns. I know we were talking off the mic that you're not a huge foam roller, but I love mm -hmm. my foam roller. Its name is Glenda. Oh my word, you name Glenda the Good Witch? <laughs> is that I like name your every inanimate object. Oh my goodness. No, my foam roller, now it's going to have like envy because you, not only do you use your foam roller, but you've named it and have like a relationship with it. I, I totally agree that it's a great time to taper yourself when you first get into like welcome to taper time, maybe after your um, last really long run, it's a great way to give yourself a little bit of that extra treat. A lot of uh, pampering is always good. So that's such a wonderful, wonderful suggestion. I'm going to kind of go back a little bit to how you mentioned that you like baking and I mentioned the farmer's market. I think this is a great opportunity if you do find your zen with um, being in the kitchen, then this is a great time to explore some really awesome recipes. I know that we talk about don't do anything race uh, brand new like before race day or maybe a couple days beforehand, but maybe there's been a recipe that you've been looking at that's a little bit more complicated. You didn't have time or energy during those peak weeks. This is the time to, to break them out, maybe roast the extra veggies or whatever the case may be. And I'm curious if you have like a go-to race taper town kind of recipe that you tend to bake, Shelby. No, but I will say if you want a labor intensive one to really keep you off of the taper mindset, just ask Coach Christine and she'll make you make crepes. Because I'm still not quite over that brunch challenge where we had to make crepes. Every time I see pre-made crepes in the store, I'm like, I played that so long. <laughs> but I love Food Network. So I'll find random recipes that I want to try or get a random craving because I get cravings 365. Like it just, I always crave stuff. So I'm not going to make your mouth water right now at least. But anything baked is totally it's good in my book. Which now you'll have the opportunity to maybe Google a recipe you want to try because we're going to hit that two-minute walk and break in three, two, and one. Two minutes here, stretching it out, breaking out that phone, maybe Googling. Because again, the Food Network is the site for me. Them and a Minimalist Baker, which I know we do have a love for. And Minimalist Baker is exactly how it sounds. They're actually really easy recipes to follow, but super tasty. I I actually tend to, I do have a recipe that I tend to use during Taper Town. Since again, I'm all about the carbs. Doesn't matter whether I'm tapering or in the middle of my peak miles. Again, this is not a time for restriction. So definitely still embrace those carbs. Um, I tend to make pizzas. Like I tend to make homemade pizzas and I like playing with different things like maybe a pesto base versus a traditional marinara base, roasting different veggies, maybe throwing in different toppings. I feel like it gives me a little bit of extra time 
in the kitchen so that I'm not necessarily freaking out about, um, you know, that little niggle where you start to think, oh my gosh, I'm not gonna be able to do my race or anything like that. But it still gives me that, that extra joy of knowing that I'm fueling my body. I'm still really taking care of myself well. I love how you made a pun without even meaning on it. You have extra time in the kitchen. Ah, <laughs> I love it. I want to clap. <laughs> oh, oh my, goodness. my goodness. But yeah, we do the same thing. We're like two peas in a pod. Again, with the cooking puns. I didn't even mean that one, but it just happened. Sure, you did. And of course you did. You picked up it immediately. And it goes into my head. So I... So you don't necessarily have a specific recipe, but you do love baking and you love cooking year round. So yes, I'm curious I, I am. Oh, go ahead. I'm curious now though, if you're going to have like a, a specific go-to now that we've thrown it out there into the world. Oh, okay. Well, we're about to count it back into the last conversational okay. pace. So it gives me time to think. So let's bring it back to the conversational pace in three, two, one, and I guess I can't say that this one doesn't come to my mind a lot, but I do love um, Elise Kopecki and Shalane Flanagan's superhero muffins because they are great from a fueling option year Mm -hmm. round, um, but especially during taper. Um, They are fun because they can be a little bit more labor intensive, especially if you like grate the carrots on your own. And that that's a lot. I will say it's a hundred percent worth it to grate the carrots on your own, but it takes some muscle, like your triceps, biceps, any seps are going to hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I definitely concur on that. That's probably one of the reasons why I don't make that as often. So this is a really good time to do so. And then freeze it so that you have it for, you know, that last week before you actually um, have your race day and celebrate all that awesomeness. Yeah. And then I don't want to get off of our top 10 because we're doing really good. Like I have to pat ourselves on the back. Like we're actually sticking to this. And that's our, uh, that's our Taper Town win, even though we're not in Taper Town quite yet, but Mm -hmm. we're just gonna, we're gonna glow it up from there. But uh, I'm trying to think like, it's hard to keep it just at 10 because there's so much to cover in taper. Okay, so let's do let's do this. We're going to do our top 10 and then we'll bonus it. Okay. I do think on the other end of the spectrum this is really important to include on the list is don't be stationary during taper. Because as much as we can take it from one extreme to not taking easy enough, there is a point where no movement can work against you. Like you still have to be limber. You still have to be warmed up. Like you don't want to run okay well then make sure you walk like don't mm-hmm. take it as two full weeks of rest or three full weeks of rest because that isn't gonna help you will feel that um to where i feel especially if you've got a hard training cycle it can be very tempting to just not with all of it and while you can't necessarily take it too easy there is a point with everything else that if you just sit you're gonna get stiff you're not gonna feel good so still make yourself be accountable and move something walk if you had been doing yoga through your training cycle continue with your yoga it doesn't mean that you have to stop all activity just don't be trying a new yoga class don't go to the hot yoga which i know christine that was your 
that was your jam for a I while. Love, I love Bikram hot yoga, yes. But I, I'm so glad that you said that, Coach Shelby, because I think a lot of people automatically think of yoga or some of the other things, and that's maybe why we mentioned that earlier on, don't try all of those new fitness things. If you haven't been doing yoga, not the best time to do it right before race day, unless if you really want to pull a hamstring, then yeah, go for it. I'm like, I'm not gonna stop you from trying to race on a pulled hamstring unless if you're my athlete and then absolutely I am. But no, seriously, don't don't go out there doing all of that stuff. I do agree staying lightly active or staying active and kind of, you know, honoring your training plan um, and finding that moderation because one, you're not going to lose all of your fitness those during your taper time and you're also not going to gain all of your fitness. So if your training plan didn't go accordingly, I don't think that this is the time those last two weeks to think that you're going to you're going to be able to get prepared for race day any more so just by um, over overtaxing it, which you started off this conversation with that and just concurring. So then that brings me to the next one, my friends. And I kind of just played off of that is this is not the time easier said than done. I'm going to be the first person to say that, but this is not the time to necessarily overstress. And you're like, okay, great. Thanks. So how do I not do that? <laughs> and that's just where maybe set some limits for yourself. If you are one of those individuals and you know, it's going to be all up to you. If you're one of those individuals where you are checking that race day weather app about 400 times per hour, maybe you need to use your social media limits on your phone so that you're not doing so because regardless of what the weather is that day you know that you are prepared you're going to do the best of course bring in different outfits for that day and take that into consideration i'm not telling you not to check it but not to be overly obsessive and it's not just weather and that's all the things like this isn't the time to spend all of your free time on every race recap known to mankind or on every single community page um, obsessing about what may have happened to other people or worrying about what happened to folks that have run this course in the past because again it's it's your race to run that day and not overly thinking from a negative standpoint instead trying to reframe that as to a positive of this wonderful adventure that you are excited to embark upon that actually had just happened in real time um chicago only a couple of weeks ago the conditions a week or two out were not favorable they were going to be hot um one of my athletes ran chicago and they were really worried about it come race day it was cool it was gorgeous it was fine so instead of worrying so much so far out just give it like the day or two before so you can prepare adequately but so much can change Mm -hmm. so quickly that you'll spend those two weeks of taper putting stress in your body and we've already covered here stress is stress Mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter if it's running stress um feeling stress whatever like it all plays into it so maybe i'm plugging a little bit i like that one yeah no it's seriously and um, i say that i with all seriousness in that i understand it's really easier said than done as somebody who has anxiety i completely understand that it's easier said than done but it's a matter of trying to use it more of a constructive way versus knowing that you're going to spend 28 hours looking at the weather when you can't change it unless if you do have weather changing technology and if you do give me a call because you might be able to fund a (laughs) podcast (laughs) Well, and like you said, we can do bonus ones, which this one is a big one. I feel like you don't have a coach, which especially in racing and everything, I do recommend a coach, not just because I am one, 
but it really does help the mind, body, and soul. But if you don't happen to have a coach, or even if you do, to find a partner that you can text that understands, like even Christine and I, I mean, we talk a lot off the mic. Um, I'm pretty sure both of our significant others, like every time our phone dings, just assumes it's one <laughs> of us. Uh, which isn't completely inaccurate, if I'm being honest. Yeah. But it was like, we've talked about before, just in our training, because we do happen to be training for the same race. It's like, oh, I didn't really want to go out, but I did. Or I'm feeling like this. I'm feeling like that. And just having somebody in your corner who does understand all the emotions that goes through it, it does help. Because um, if I counted how many times I've had these same conversations with my athletes, like, don't keep checking the weather. Like, it's too far out to even worry about that. Or when those little aches and pains come up, like, okay, keep it in check. Like, be mindful of it, but don't start Dr. Googling. Mm, and and mm-hmm. you need sometimes that other person to, to rubber stamp what you already know. Because a lot of us know these things. We know right. what we're supposed to do not supposed to do but i mean show of hands who actually listens to themselves <laughs> anybody anybody here <laughs> oh my goodness well friends we've got this where we're gonna pull it back into our final walk in three two and one which i love that you're asking people to kind of lean into their community which is what we're all about here at brunch so friends if you are looking for that partner in crime or somebody who gets you a fellow bruncher, join our Facebook group community page. If you haven't already, you're going to find a lot of folks there as well that can help lean, uh, you can lean on or can lean on you, kind of a little bit of both that has been there and done that, has dealt with taper crazies and maybe kind of get some ideas. And also Coach Shelby and I are here. You can reach out to us at info at timeforbrunch.com. We can't wait to hear more from you. So do you have a bonus? coach because I mean we really did just scratch the surface like this is like not even an iceberg like scratch the surface a little bit I'm actually clawing at the screen now friends (laughs) (laughs) now I know okay this is kind of like this is me as Shelby the runner bonus not coach because like we already said like don't try stuff new Mm -hmm. yeah but the same thing with um not trying maybe see a new food Maybe like this time of year, especially there's a lot of special releases on drinks or dessert or something. If you're far enough away, like don't do it the night before a race, but maybe get a special holiday brew that came out Mm. or a fun, like we talked about recipes. You can buy a special cupcake or something like give yourself stuff to look forward to and taper. Like that's the biggest takeaway. If nothing else, I want you guys to grasp is give yourself stuff to look forward to because you'll need that distraction so you don't do all of the don'ts we already addressed. (laughs) I love that as well. So that is probably the biggest takeaway from the entire conversation. And I'm just going to recap that my bonuses don't get so mired into the details that you forget to enjoy what you are, what you spent months going to bed early for, waking up early for, dealing with weather, and really just enjoy that race, whether it's a 5K, a mile, a full marathon, or an ultra, every single moment is there for you to cherish and honor. Heck yes, every mile, every milestone, everything counts, my friends. 
Well, rock stars, that's it for today's special Taper Town Quick Bites. It's been absolutely amazing that we were able to stay on task. So kudos for us. That means hopefully I'm you're so giving proud. yourself a kudos as well. Give yourself that high five or pat on the back. Make sure, especially Taper folks, that you're rehydrating or refueling. Again, this is not a chance to um, worry about those things you need to be empowering yourself with really good fuel and drinking and that water. Join us again with time for brunch for Saturday's long run edition or come back for more of these midweek quick bites. Regardless of when or where, we're going to be serving up more miles with a side of smiles.